Welcome to Voicepedia, where I, your host, Linnea Sage, read Wikipedia articles with no commentary, so you can learn more about the history of people, places, things, and more. I am early in my journey of podcasting, but I am hoping to produce one episode per weekday, with each day of the week dedicated to a different category. I truly appreciate anyone who listens and subscribes. Please review this podcast if you enjoy it. And feel free to reach out to me with any suggestions for future episodes. Today we are learning about Santa Claus. From his history, to predecessor figures, in popular culture, traditions and rituals, and criticism. Santa Claus, also known as Father Christmas, St. Nicholas, St. Nick, Kris Kringle, or simply Santa, is a legendary figure originating in Western Christian culture who is said to bring gifts during the late evening and overnight hours on Christmas Eve. He is said to accomplish this with the aid of Christmas elves, who make the toys in his North Pole workshop, and with the aid of flying reindeer who pull his sleigh through the air. The modern figure of Santa is based on folklore traditions surrounding St. Nicholas, the English figure of Father Christmas, and the Dutch figure of Sinterklaas. Santa is generally depicted as a portly, jolly, white-bearded man, often with spectacles, wearing a red coat with white fur collar and cuffs, white fur-cuffed red trousers, a red hat trimmed with white fur, a black leather belt and boots, carrying a bag full of gifts for children. He is popularly associated with a deep, hearty laugh, frequently rendered in Christmas literature as ho-ho-ho. This image originated in North America during the 19th century and has been maintained and reinforced through song, radio, television, children's books, family Christmas traditions, films, and advertising. Predecessor Figures St. Nicholas St. Nicholas was a 4th-century Greek Christian bishop of Myra, now Demre, in the region of Lycia in the Roman Empire, today in Turkey. Nicholas was known for his generous gifts to the poor, in particular presenting the three impoverished daughters of a pious Christian with dowries so that they would not have to become prostitutes. He was very religious from an early age and devoted his life entirely to Christianity. In continental Europe, more precisely the Netherlands, Belgium, Austria, the Czech Republic, and Germany, he is usually portrayed as a bearded bishop in canonical robes. In 1087, while the Greek Christian inhabitants of Mira were subjugated by the newly arrived Muslim Seljuk dynasty, and soon after their Greek Orthodox Church had been declared to be a schism by the Catholic Church, 1054 AD, a group of merchants from the Italian city of Bari removed the major bones of Nicholas's skeleton from his sarcophagus in the Greek church in Mira. Over the objection of the monks of Mira, the sailors took the bones of St. Nicholas to Bari, where they are now enshrined in the Basilica de San Nicola. Sailors from Bari collected just half of Nicholas's skeleton, leaving all the minor fragments in the church sarcophagus. These were later taken by Venetian sailors during the First Crusade and placed in Venice, where a church to St. Nicholas, the patron of sailors, was built on the San Nicolo Alido. St. Nicholas's vandalized sarcophagus can still be seen in the St. Nicholas Church in Mira. This tradition was confirmed in two important scientific investigations of the relics in Bari and Venice, which revealed that the relics in the two Italian cities belonged to the same skeleton. St. Nicholas was later claimed as a patron saint of many diverse groups, from archers, sailors, and children to pawnbrokers. He's also the patron saint of both Amsterdam and Moscow. During the Middle Ages, often on the evening before his name day of the 6th of December, children were bestowed gifts in his honor. 
This date was earlier than the original Day of Gifts for the Children, which moved in the course of the Reformation and its opposition to the veneration of saints in many countries on the 24th and 25th of December. The custom of gifting to children at Christmas was propagated by Martin Luther as an alternative to the previous very popular gift custom on St. Nicholas to focus the interest of the children to Christ instead of the veneration of saints. Martin Luther first suggested the Christkind as the bringer of gifts, but Nicholas remained popular as gifts bearer for the people. Father Christmas Father Christmas dates back as far as the 16th century in England during the reign of Henry VIII, when he was pictured as a large man in green or scarlet robes lined with fur. He typified the spirit of good cheer at Christmas, bringing peace, joy, good food, and wine and revelry. As England no longer kept the feast day of St. Nicholas on the 6th of December, the Father Christmas celebration was moved to the 25th of December to coincide with Christmas Day. The Victorian revival of Christmas included Father Christmas as the emblem of good cheer. His physical appearance was variable, with one image being John Leach's illustration of the ghost of Christmas present in Charles Dickens' festive story A Christmas Carol, 1843, as a great genial man in a green coat lined with fur, who takes Scrooge through the bustling streets of London on the current Christmas morning, sprinkling the essence of Christmas onto the happy populace. Dutch, Belgian, and Swiss Folklore In the Netherlands and Belgium, the character of Santa Claus competes with that of Sinterklaas, based on St. Nicholas. Santa Claus is known as De Kerstman in Dutch, the Christmas man, and Père Noël, Father Christmas in French. For children in the Netherlands, Sinterklaas remains the predominant gift-giver in December. 36% of the Dutch only give presents on Sinterklaas evening, or the day itself, 6 of December, while Christmas, the 25th of December, is used by another 21% to give presents. Some 26% of the Dutch population gives presents on both days. In Belgium, presents are offered exclusively to children on the 6th of December, and on Christmas Day, all ages may receive presents. St. Nicholas, Sinterklaas's assistants, are called Pietin in Dutch or Père Foutard in French, so they are not elves. In Switzerland, Père Foutard accompanies Père Noël in the French-speaking region, while the sinister Schmutzli accompanies Samiklaus in the Swiss-German region. Schmutzli carries a twig broom to spank the naughty children. Germanic Paganism, Wodan, and Christianization Prior to Christianization, the Germanic peoples, including the English, celebrated a midwinter event called Yule, Old English Geola or Gyuli. With the Christianization of Germanic Europe, numerous traditions were absorbed from Yuletide celebrations into modern Christmas, such as the Wild Hunt, frequently attested as being led by the god Odin, Wodan, bearing, among many names, the names Yolnir, meaning Yule figure, and Langbearer, meaning long beard in Old Norse. Wodan's role during the Yuletide period has been theorized as having influenced concepts of St. Nicholas and Santa Claus in a variety of facets, including his long white beard and his gray horse for nightly rides. Compare Odin's horse Slepnir, or his reindeer in North American tradition. Folklorist Margaret Baker maintains that the appearance of Santa Claus or Father Christmas, whose day is the 25th of December, owes much to Odin, the old blue-hooded, cloaked, white-bearded gift-bringer of the North, who rode the midwinter sky on his eight-footed steed, Sleipnir, visiting his people with gifts. Odin transformed into Father Christmas, then Santa Claus, prospered with St. Nicholas, and the Christ child, became the leading player on the Christmas stage. In Northern Europe, the Yule Goat was an earlier bearer of gifts, which has to some degree become conflated with Santa Claus, for instance, in the Finnish Julepuki tradition. 
History Origins Early representations of the gift-giver from church history and folklore, especially St. Nicholas, merged with the English character Father Christmas to create the mythical character known to the rest of the English-speaking world as Santa Claus, a phonetic derivation of Sinterklaas in Dutch. In the English and later British colonies of North America, and later in the United States, British and Dutch versions of the gift-giver merged further. For example, in Washington Irving's History of New York, 1809, Sinterklaas was anglicized into Santa Claus, a name first used in the U.S. press in 1773, but lost his bishop's apparel and was at first pictured as a thick-bellied Dutch sailor with a pipe and a green winter coat. Irving's book was a parody of the Dutch culture of New York, and much of this portrait is his joking invention. Irving's interpretation of Santa Claus was part of a broader movement to tone down the increasingly wild Christmas celebrations of the era, which included aggressive home invasions under the guise of wassailing, substantial premarital sex leading to shotgun weddings in areas where the Puritans, waning in power and firmly opposed to Christmas, still held some influence, and public displays of sexual deviancy. The celebrations of the era were derided by both upper-class merchants and Christian purists. 19th century. In 1821, a book, A New Year's Present, to the Little Ones from 5 to 12, was published in New York. It contained Old Santa Claus with Much Delight, an anonymous poem describing Santa Claus on a reindeer sleigh, bringing rewards to children. Some modern ideas of Santa Claus seemingly became canon after the anonymous publication of the poem, A Visit from St. Nicholas, better known today as The Night Before Christmas in the Troy, New York Sentinel, on the 23rd of December, 1823. Clement Clark Moore later claimed authorship, though some scholars argue that Henry Livingston Jr., who died nine years before Moore's claim, was the author. St. Nick is described as being chubby and plump, a right jolly old elf, with a little round belly, that shook when he laughed like a bowlful of jelly, in spite of which the miniature sleigh and tiny reindeer still indicate that he is physically diminutive, The reindeer were also named Dasher, Dancer, Prancer, Vixen, Comet, Cupid, Dunder, and Blixem. Dunder and Blixem came from the old Dutch words for thunder and lightning, which were later changed to the more German-sounding Donner and Blitzen. By 1845, Kris Kringle was a common variant of Santa in parts of the United States. A magazine article from 1853 described American Christmas customs to British readers, refers to children hanging up their stockings on Christmas Eve for a fabulous personage whose name varies. In Pennsylvania, he's usually called Krish Kinkle, but in New York, he is St. Nicholas or Santa Claus. The author quotes Moore's poem in its entirety, saying that its descriptions apply to Krish Kinkle, too. As the years passed, Santa Claus evolved to a large, heavyset person. One of the first artists to define Santa Claus's modern image was Thomas Nast, an American cartoonist of the 19th century who immortalized Santa Claus with an illustration for the 3rd of January, 1863 issue of Harper's Weekly, in which Santa was dressed in an American flag and had a puppet with the name Jeff written on it, reflecting its Civil War context. In this drawing, Santa is also in a sleigh pulled by reindeers. The story that Santa Claus lives at the North Pole may also have been a Nast creation, His Christmas image in the Harper's issue, dated 29th of December 1866, was a collage of engravings titled Santa Claus and His Works, which included the caption Santa Clausville N.P. A color collection of Nast pictures published in 1869 had a poem also titled Santa Claus and His Works by George P. Webster, 
who wrote that Santa Claus's home was near the North Pole in ice and snow. The tale had become well-known by the 1870s. A boy from Colorado writing to the children's magazine The Nursery in late 1874 said, If we did not live so very far from the North Pole, I should ask Santa Claus to bring me a donkey. The idea of a wife for Santa Claus may have been the creation of American authors, beginning in the mid-19th century. In 1889, the poet Catherine Lee Bates popularized Mrs. Claus in the poem Goody Santa Claus on a Sleigh Ride. Is There a Santa Claus is the title of an iconic editorial by Francis Parcellus Church in the 21st September 1897 edition of The New York Sun that became the most reprinted in the U.S. and included the famous reply, Yes, Virginia, there is a Santa Claus. In Russia, Dead Maraz emerged as a Santa Claus figure around the late 19th century, where Christmas, for the Eastern Orthodox Church, is kept on the 7th of January. 20th Century L. Frank Baum's The Life and Adventures of Santa Claus, a children's book, was published in 1902. Much of Santa Claus's mythos was not firmly established at the time, leaving Blom to give his Necklaws, Nessile's little one, a variety of immortal support. A home in the Laughing Valley of Ho-Ho-Ho and Ten Reindeer, who could not fly, but leapt in enormous flight-like bounds. Claus's immortality was earned, much like his title, Santa, decided on by a vote of those naturally immortal. This work also established Claus's motives, a happy childhood among immortals. When Ack, master woodsman of the world, exposes him to the misery and poverty of children in the outside world, Santa strives to find a way to bring joy into the lives of all children, and eventually invents toys as a principal means. Santa later appears in The Road to Oz as an honored guest at Ozma's birthday party, stated to be famous and beloved enough for everyone to bow even before he is announced as the most mighty and loyal friend of children, His Supreme Highness Santa Claus. Images of Santa Claus were conveyed through Haddon Sundblom's depiction of him for the Coca-Cola Company's Christmas advertising in the 1930s. The image spawned urban legends that Santa Claus was invented by the Coca-Cola Company or that Santa wears red and white because they are the colors used to promote the Coca-Cola brand. Coca-Cola's competitor, Pepsi-Cola, used similar Santa Claus paintings in its advertisements in the 1940s and 50s. Historically, Coca-Cola was not the first soft drink company to utilize the modern image of Santa Claus in its advertising. White Rock Beverages had used a Santa figure in monochrome advertisements for mineral water in 1915, and in 1923-25, the same company used color images of Santa Claus in adverts for drink mixers. Earlier, Santa Claus had appeared dressed in red and white, and essentially in his current form on several covers of Puck magazine for the first few years of the 20th century. The image of Santa Claus as a benevolent character became reinforced with its association with charity and philanthropy, particularly by organizations such as the Salvation Army. Volunteers dressed as Santa Claus typically became part of fundraising drives to aid needy families at Christmas time. In 1937, Charles W. Howard, who played Santa Claus in department stores and parades, established the Charles W. Howard Santa School, the oldest continually run such school in the world. In some images from the early 20th century, Santa was depicted as personally making his toys by hand in a small workshop like a craftsman. Eventually, the idea emerged that he had numerous elves responsible for making the toys, but the toys were still handmade by each individual elf working in the traditional manner. The 1956 popular song by George Malacrino, Mrs. Santa Claus, 
and the 1963 children's book How Mrs. Santa Claus Saved Christmas by Phyllis McGinley helped standardize and establish the character and role of Mrs. Claus in the U.S. Seabury Quinn's 1948 novel Rhodes draws from historical legends to tell the story of Santa and the origins of Christmas. Other modern additions to the story of Santa include Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, the ninth and lead reindeer, created in 1939 by Robert L. May, a Montgomery Ward copywriter, and immortalized in a 1949 song by Gene Autry. In popular culture, elves had been portrayed as using assembly lines to produce toys early in the 20th century. That shift was reflected in the modern depiction of Santa's residence, now often humorously portrayed as a fully mechanized production and distribution facility, equipped with the latest manufacturing technology and overseen by the elves with Santa and Mrs. Claus as executives or managers. In 1912, actor Liedem Bantock became the first actor to be identified as having played Santa Claus in a film. Santa Claus, which he also directed, includes scenes photographed in a limited two-tone color process and featured the use of detailed models. Since then, many feature films have featured Santa Claus as a protagonist, including Miracle on 34th Street, The Santa Claus, and Elf. In the cartoon base, Santa has been voiced by several people, including Mickey Rooney, Jim Cummings, Mel Smith, Ricky Tomlinson, Jim Belushi, and Alec Baldwin. Santa has been described as a positive male cultural icon. Quote, Santa is really the only cultural icon we have who's male, does not carry a gun, and is all about peace, joy, giving, and caring for other people. That's part of the magic for me, especially in a culture where we've become so commercialized and hooked into manufactured icons. Santa is much more organic, integral, connected to the past, and therefore connected to the future. End quote. TV producer Jonathan Meath, who portrays Santa, 2011. Norman Corwin's 1938 comic radio play, The Plot to Overthrow Christmas, set entirely in rhyme, details a conspiracy of the devil, Mephistopheles, and damned figures of history to defeat the goodwill among men of Christmas by sending the Roman emperor Nero to the North Pole to assassinate Santa Claus. Through a battle of wits, Santa saves himself by winning Nero over to the joys of Christmas and gives him a Stradivarius violin. The play was reproduced in 1940 and 1944. Many television commercials, comic strips, and other media depict this as a sort of humorous business, with Santa's elves acting as a sometimes mischievous, disgruntled workforce, cracking jokes and pulling pranks on their boss. For instance, a Bloom County story from the 15th of December 1981 through the 24th of December 1981 has Santa rejecting the demands of Petco, professional elves, toy-making and craft organization for higher wages, a hot tub in the locker room, and aggressive recruitment of a wider gender spectrum of employee, short broads, with the elves then going on strike. President Reagan steps in, fires all of Santa's helpers, and replaces them with out-of-work air traffic controllers, an obvious reference to the 1981 air traffic controllers strike, resulting in a riot before Santa vindictively rehires them in humiliating new positions, such as his reindeer. In the 2001 The Sopranos episode, To Save Us All From Satan's Power, Polly Galtieri says he used to think Santa and Mrs. Claus were running a sweatshop over there. The original elves were ugly, traveled with Santa to throw bad kids a beaten, and gave the good ones toys. In Kyrgyzstan, a mountain peak was named after Santa Claus, after a Swedish company had suggested the location be a more efficient starting place for present-delivering journeys all over the world than Lapland. In the Kyrgyz capital, Bishkek, a Santa Claus festival was held on the 30th of December 2007, with governing officials attending. 
2008 was officially declared the Year of Santa Claus in the country. The events are seen as moves to boost tourism in Kyrgyzstan. The Guinness World Record for the largest gathering of Santa Clauses is held by Thrissur, Kerala, India, where on the 27th of December 2014, 18,112 Santas overtook the previous record. Derry City, Northern Ireland, had held the record since the 9th of September 2007, when a total of 12,965 people dressed up as Santa or Santa's helpers. Prior to that, the record was 3,921, which was sent during the Santa Dash event in Liverpool City Centre in 2005. A gathering of Santas in 2009 in Bucharest, Romania, attempted to top the world record, but failed, with only 3,939 Santas. Traditions and Rituals Chimneys The tradition of Santa Claus being said to enter dwellings through the chimney is shared by many European seasonal gift-givers. In pre-Christian Norse tradition, Odin would often enter through chimneys and fire holes on the solstice. In the Italian Bafana tradition, the gift-giving witch is perpetually covered with soot from her trips down the chimneys of children's homes. Christmas Eve In the United States and Canada, children may leave a glass of milk and a plate of cookies intended for Santa. In Britain and Australia, sherry or beer and mince pies are left instead. In Denmark, Norway, and Sweden, it is common for children to leave him rice porridge with sugar and cinnamon instead. In Ireland, it's popular to leave Guinness or milk, along with Christmas pudding or mince pies. In Hungary, St. Nicholas, or Father Winter, comes on the night of the 5th of December, and the children get their gifts the next morning. They get sweets in a bag if they were good, and a golden-colored birch switch if not. On Christmas Eve, little Jesus comes and gives gifts for everyone. In Slovenia, St. Nicholas also brings small gifts for good children on the eve of the 6th of December. Bajasak, Christmas man, brings gifts on the eve of the 25th of December, and Dedek Moraz, Grandfather Frost, brings gifts on the evening of the 31st of December to be opened on New Year's Day. After the children have fallen asleep, parents play the role of Santa Claus and leave their gifts under the Christmas tree, which may be signed as being from Santa Claus. Appearance Santa is generally depicted as a portly, jolly, white-bearded man, often with spectacles, wearing a red outfit consisting of jacket, trousers, and hat, all lined with white fur, accessorized with black leather belt and boots, and carrying a bag full of gifts for children. The 1823 poem, A Visit from St. Nicholas, popularized this image in North America during the 19th century. Caricaturist and political cartoonist Thomas Nast also played a role in the creation of Santa's image. The traditional 1823 Christmas poem, A Visit from St. Nicholas, relates that Santa has a little round belly that shook when he laughed like a bowl full of jelly. Though most often portrayed as white, Santa is also depicted as black or of other races. His race or color is sometimes a subject of controversy. Ho, ho, ho. Ho, ho, ho is the way that many languages write out how Santa Claus laughs. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas. It is the textual rendition of a particular type of deep-throated laugh or chuckle, most associated with Santa Claus and Father Christmas. The laughter of Santa Claus has long been an important attribute by which the character is identified, but it also does not appear in many non-English-speaking countries. Home Santa Claus's home is traditionally said to include a residence and a workshop, where he is said to create, often with the aid of elves or other supernatural beings, the gifts he is said to deliver to good children at Christmas. Some stories and legends include a village inhabited by his helpers surrounding his home and shop. In North American tradition, in the United States and Canada, Santa is said to live at the North Pole, which, according to Canada Post, 
lies within Canadian jurisdiction in postal code H0H0H0, a reference to ho-ho-ho. On the 23rd of December 2008, Jason Kenney, Canada's Minister of Citizenship, Immigration and Multiculturalism, formally awarded Canadian citizenship status to Santa Claus. The government of Canada wishes Santa the very best in his Christmas Eve duties and wants to let him know that, as a Canadian citizen, he has the automatic right to re-enter Canada once his trip around the world is complete, Kenney said in an official statement. There is also a city named North Pole in Alaska, where a tourist attraction known as the Santa Claus House has been established. The United States Postal Service uses the zip code of 99705 as their advertised postal code for Santa Claus. A Wendy's in North Pole, Alaska, has also claimed to have a sleigh fly-through. Each Nordic country claims Santa's residence to be within their territory. Norway claims he lives in Drobok. In Denmark, he's said to live in Greenland, near Umanok. In Sweden, the town of Mora has a theme park named Tomteland. The National Postal Terminal in Tomteboda in Stockholm receives children's letters for Santa. In Finland, Korvatuntori has long been known as Santa's home, and two theme parks, Santa Claus Village and Santa Park, are located near Rovaniemi. In Belarus, there's a home of Dead Moroz in Belovskaya Pushka National Park. In France, Santa is believed to reside in one Chemin de Nuget Bonneurde, one alley of clouds North Pole. The French National Postal Service has operated a service that allows children to send letters to Père Noël since 1962. In the period before Christmas, any physical letter in the country that is addressed to Santa Claus is sent to a specific location, where responses for the children's letters are written and sent back to the children. Parades, department stores, and shopping malls Actors portraying Santa Claus are present at various venues in the weeks leading up to Christmas. The practice has been credited to James Edgar, as he started doing this in 1890 in his Brockton, Massachusetts department store. Having a Santa actor set up to take pictures with children is a ritual that dates back to at least 1918. An area is often set aside for the actors portraying Santa to use for the duration of the holiday season. It usually features a chair for the actors to sit in, surrounded by various holiday-themed decorations. In Canada, malls operated by Oxford Properties established a process by which autistic children could visit Santa Claus at the mall without having to contend with crowds. The malls open early to allow entry only to families with autistic children, who have private visits with the actor portraying Santa Claus. In 2012, the South Centre Mall in Calgary was the first mall to offer this service. In the United Kingdom, discount store Poundland changes the voice of its self-service checkouts to that of Santa Claus throughout the Christmas retail period. There are schools offering instruction on how to act as Santa Claus. For example, children's television producer Jonathan Meath studied at the International School of Santa Claus and earned his degree Master of Santa Claus in 2006. It blossomed into a second career for him, and after appearing in parades and malls, he appeared on the cover of the American monthly Boston magazine as Santa. There are associations with members who portray Santa. For example, Mr. Meath was a board member of the international organization called Fraternal Order of Real Bearded Santas. In 2021, Walt Disney World and Disneyland featured, for the first time, black cast members portraying Santa. Tracking A number of websites have been created by various organizations that have claimed to track Santa Claus's yearly journey. Some, such as NORAD Tracks Santa, the Google Santa Tracker, the EmailSanta.com Tracker, and the Santa Update Project have endured. 
NORAD Track Santa originated in 1955 when a Sears Roebuck ad incorrectly printed the number for their Santa hotline and the Continental Air Defense Command received the calls intended for the Sears hotline. The program was transferred to NORAD when it was jointly founded by the United States and Canada in 1958. Criticism Opposition from some Christian denominations Santa Claus has partial Christian roots in St. Nicholas, particularly in the high church denominations that practice the veneration of him and other saints. Various Christian denominations have different opinions on Santa Claus, ranging from acceptance to denouncement. Some Christians, particularly Calvinists such as the Puritans, disliked the idea of Santa Claus as well as Christmas in general, believing that the lavish celebrations were not in accordance with their faith. Other nonconformist Christians condemn the materialist focus of contemporary gift-giving and see Santa Claus as the symbol of that culture. Condemnation of Christmas was prevalent among 17th-century English Puritans and Dutch Calvinists. The American colonies established by these groups reflected this view. Tolerance for Christmas increased after the Restoration, although Puritan attitudes toward the holiday remained unfavorable. In the Dutch New Netherland colony, season celebrations focused on New Year's Day. Following the restoration of the monarchy and with Puritans out of power in England, the ban on Christmas was satirized in works such as Josiah King's The Examination and Trial of Old Father Christmas, together with his clearing by the jury, 1686. In 1958, Reverend Paul Nettergaard, a clergyman in Copenhagen, Denmark, declared Santa a heathen goblin after Santa's image was used on the annual Christmas stamp for a Danish children's welfare organization. Mary Eddie Baker, the founder of the Christian Science Movement, wrote, The children should not be taught that Santa Claus has aught to do with this Christmas pastime. A deceit or falsehood is never wise. Too much cannot be done towards guarding and guiding well the germinating and inclining thought of childhood. To mold aright the first impressions of innocence aids in perpetuating purity and in unfolding the immortal model, man, and his image and likeness. Opposition Under State Atheism under the Marxist-Leninist doctrine of state atheism in the Soviet Union after its foundation in 1917, Christmas celebrations along with other religious holidays were prohibited as a result of the Soviet anti-religious campaign. The League of Militant Atheists encouraged schoolchildren to campaign against Christmas traditions, among them being Santa Claus and the Christmas tree, as well as other Christian holidays including Easter. The League established an anti-religious holiday to be the 31st of each month as a replacement. In December 2018, the City Management Office of Langfang in Hebei Province, China, released a statement stating that people caught selling Christmas trees, wreaths, stockings, or Santa Claus figures in the city would be punished. Thank you for listening to this episode of Voicepedia, where I read directly from Wikipedia pages, thanks to the Creative Commons license that permits me to do so.